Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Chronically Mom podcast. I am your host, Michelle Piggins. I am a mom of two little ones. I am the voice behind chronicallyblonde.com and chronicallyblonde on Instagram, where I share my patient journey, pretty much all of the details of being a mom, going through parenthood with IBD. I have Crohn's disease, so I chat about that, mental health, and uh, just share some fun stuff along the way too. But my goal is to really educate, empower, and connect people within this community. Okay, I am so excited about this week's episode. I am touching on a topic that I've wanted to touch on for a long time, and we have an amazing guest. This week, I sat down with Rebecca Raphael. She is the Chief Revenue Officer over at Curio Wellness. Curio Wellness is a premium cannabis brand, and through their incredible lineup of products, they focus on connecting people with the amazing health benefits of cannabis in a safe and reliable way. Like I said, I was so excited to have this conversation and so looking forward to you all hearing this chat. Uh, Rebecca gave us a crash course on cannabis in general. We chatted about Curio's GI-specific product line and its benefits. We also got into a conversation about breaking the stigma around cannabis usage and some ways to experience the benefits of cannabis without the intoxicating effects. So I really took a lot of the questions that you guys had had for me when I have shared about medical cannabis in the past, and I asked her to answer them all. So she, it was just an incredible conversation. I'm really excited. I just genuinely had a really good time speaking with her, and we probably could have gone on for hours. So hopefully we'll get a chance to have her back again. I hope you all enjoy this episode just as much as I do. Well, thank you so much, Rebecca. I'm super excited to have you here and chat with you. Uh, so I guess, first off, do you want to introduce yourself and tell me how you got involved with Curio Wellness? I'm happy to. Thank you for having me. So I'm Rebecca Rayfield, the Chief Revenue Officer for Curio Wellness, which is the leading medical cannabis company in Maryland. Um, we are growers, processors, and we have a dispensary in Timonium called Farm Daughter, and then a dispensary up in Elkton, Maryland called Farm Ken. Um, and I got involved in June of 2018. I'm just coming up on my five-year anniversary. Um, but my dad, Michael, and my sister, Wendy, actually founded the company together in 2014. Oh, cool. So they were nice enough to invite me into the fold a few years after we officially went into business. Uh, My background was in fine art sales and museum development. So I couldn't have been farther from cannabis. Um, But uh, at the time when I joined, we needed someone to help us manage uh, dispensary relationships because we were very quickly seeing um, a jump from the original kind of 20 to 30 dispensaries that opened at the end of 2017, beginning of 2018 to this like gigantic wave in the middle of 2018. Uh, So I love building relationships with people. I love selling, frankly. I just like talking about our products. I've liked learning about the products. Um, So I joined in a sales role about five years ago and it's been going gangbusters ever since. That's awesome. I I feel like I've seen you guys so much more everywhere. Like I, the first time I was introduced to you guys, it was, I was at the Crohn's and Colitis walk years ago and you guys were there as one of the sponsors or you had a table there. And I was like, oh, cool. Like I'll check this out. And mm-hmm. now I am like the biggest, biggest fan. So 
Well, the, the, um, impetus for getting into medical cannabis was always coming from a place of science for us. So the like little unknown fact is that when Maryland passed cannabis legislation, um, my mom was going through menopause and in some of our earliest research stages, because before my, um, my dad and sister agreed to, you know, start fundraising and put a business plan together, he was very skeptical about the benefits of cannabis. His background was in institutional pharmacies and healthcare, so highly regulated. So cannabis, cannabis. what are you, crazy? Like, that's not what I'm going to do. So he spoke to a colleague of his from um, an institution. They shared a board together. And the physician said, it's a miracle plan. It's it's like nothing I've ever known before. So that launched about a year of research strictly into the science of cannabis. Okay. the um, the reason I mentioned the menopause thing is that because one of her like you can do this and come out of retirement and kind of make all of our lives crazy again if you help me sleep and so we have a scientific board who helps us develop all of our condition specific targeted products. Wow. So the first product we came out with was called Good Night, which was geared towards sleep, which was really totally selfish because we were like, we promised mom, we would make this product. If we I got love that. <laughs> um, and then the GI line that comes after, which you're very familiar with was really out of another family need of like, well, there's a lot of people we know who suffer from gastrointestinal problems, namely Crohn's disease and IBS. Mm-hmm. Um, no one wanted to go on biologics mm-hmm. and we basically said, listen, we've got to figure out through the help of our scientific board, how we can use cannabis to stifle the symptoms of these gastrointestinal diseases. And here we are, we came out with GI comfort. So I'm sure we'll get more into it, but it all, it all comes back to like, how do we need cannabis and can we scale? It? Yeah, I love, I love the fact that your dad was a skeptic. And then once he saw the science, he's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, this is it. Um, that's amazing. Um, so I guess to start off, I definitely want to get into the benefits for GI, but can you give us a brief, like crash course in the benefits of medical marijuana or marijuana in general? So THC versus CBD, like if this is someone's first time that they're starting to dabble, what, what do they need to know? Absolutely. So I love having this conversation because I personally is, was not someone who, smoked a lot of cannabis, got high very often. It just wasn't my jam. Yeah. Um, and I really always associated it with like stoner movies of the nineties. Yeah. Um, right. So now that I'm a part of this company and education and science is what we're grounded in. I've learned about how the plant is more than just THC, which is the cannabinoid that will get you what we refer to as high or psychoactive mm-hmm. properties. It has minor cannabinoids like CBD, which is beneficial for anxiety and anti-inflammation. It has CBG, which is um, known to see a positive impact to gastrointestinal health. And it has CBN, which can help with sleep. And then in addition to its cannabinoids, it also has terpenes, which are the natural botanicals found in the plant. So if someone you know is really into cannabis and they talk about the entourage effect, what they're referring to is the way the cannabinoids and the terpenes kind of do this dance together. And that combination of cannabinoids and terpenes can have different impacts on the person who's either smoking, vaping, ingesting it through an edible, drinking it if you're having an elixir. 
Um, but everyone's body reacts differently to cannabis because everyone has their own endocannabinoid system. Okay. Um, and essentially it's about having a personal journey. If you're looking for something that is a natural alternative to over-the-counter drugs, um, prescription drugs, um, cannabis can be a really great option for you because you can start low and dose slowly where you, not everything is about getting high. Um, you right. can pain relief example through topicals where there's no effect to your brain, but areas of your body where you apply the topical to will start to feel better. Your muscle soreness will go away. Um, so it's really about finding the products that worked for you. And I think one of the benefits of our program is that because we've been medical for so long, we have really excellent dispensary agents who are really well educated on the benefits of each dosage form. So if you're hesitant or concerned, you can always go into a dispensary and talk to someone because most people who work in dispensaries are patients themselves, so they can give you their own experience. Um, but there's also a Curio Wellness app where we have a whole science and education section and a product finder where you can like plug in the things you're trying to heal and it'll spit out different products that might work for you. That's amazing. That's like the most user-friendly thing ever. And then having that support when you're in the dispensary is so important because I feel like mm -hmm. it can be intimidating when you're like, Hey, kind of want to check this out, see if this could work, but then you're not familiar with it. So it's nice yeah. to know that you guys are coming at it from a, an educational perspective. That's, that's really helpful. I also think like no shame. Like when I talk yeah. to my friends who are moms, who have kids that are anywhere from like one year old to 12 years old, the number of women that are on like two and a half or five milligrams of THC at the soccer games on Saturday mornings would surprise you because we're all, it's a, it's a mood balancer. Um, so especially like one-to-one -one products where you have even CBD to THC, they're just going to like keep you mellow, take the edge off. Um, I, I couldn't survive most like family dinners at this point without them. <laughs> so you kind of don't know what you're missing until you're like, oh my God, these, you know, I, my in-laws could be so much more pleasant. Right. I totally, totally agree with that. And I think I love what you said about, you don't even know how many people are, are using this because people don't talk about it as much. And I, my, a lot of my focus is, um, within motherhood and parenthood. And I feel like that can be one of the most difficult judgmental circles to be in. Mm -hmm. Um, and the more that we talk about it, the, um, the less that there will be a stigma around it. So, and I think the education is really important too. Um, but I want to get back to, um, the GI specific. So mm -hmm. are there any preferred strains or methods of consumption or, uh, what would you recommend when we're targeting GI conditions? And then as a piggyback off that pain management as well. Okay. So for GI symptoms, um, we started in 2019 working with a gastroenterology group in Maryland to understand kind of the buckets of GI issues and okay. where we landed are there's nausea, there's appetite um, suppression, or essentially like the symptoms from having cancer treatments and chemotherapy and radiation where you just have, you don't want to eat at all. And then like the wasting syndrome that accompanies that. Yeah. And then there are your like more widely known IBD, IBS, Crohn's disease. Mm -hmm. And so 
we set out on a patient trial to focus specifically on those three um, areas, but we worked with a group of cannabis uh, certified patients on the GI line. And we did two different formulations with a mix of CBD, CBG, and THC in a post-release tablet that you take twice a day, once in the morning and once at night. And what we learned was that if you're one of you, if you want to create something that helps people with Crohn's, it can't make them high. So every formulation, every iteration we trialed, we brought the THC down because it really serves as like a springboard for the other cannabinoids. It's not intended to be the main event. The CBG is the main event. And the um, best example I can give is that our first patient who was on the tablet for an entire year before we even let anybody else use it, his CDAI index, which is the number that a uh, gastroenterologist uses to measure like the severity of your Crohn's disease. Yeah. He was in the 300 plus when he started. Okay. And would not use biologics, wouldn't go on any prescription drugs, was trying to like regulate alcohol, diet, exercise, doing it all homeopathically. Mm-hmm. He's taken the comfort GI tablet for two years now, but at the year mark, his CDAI was in the twenties. And so it completely, yeah. And that's all because of the, it's mainly the CBG cannabinoid. There's something about how it reacts to your gut that it essentially like slows down or suppresses all of the inflammation, all the flare-ups. So for somebody with IBD, IBS, and Crohn's, it's not just that you get rid of like the loose stool and the constantly having to go to the bathroom and like the mechanics of living with Crohn's, the patients who've used it really talk more about their improved quality of life and the lack of anxiety. Like they can go to a golf course and not be like, well, wait, I'm, you know, seven holes away from the latest, the closest restroom. How am I going to do this? Um, That's really where I think the biggest like aha and feel good moment of that um, product line has been because people are feeling like they can have their lives back and they're not like prisoned by these symptoms. Um, so that kind of success, if you will, or that learning led us to work with, um, cancer patients on the soothe line, which is targeted towards nausea. And then the stimulate line, which is the chews that are targeted towards helping develop an appetite. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think across the board, what we've seen is that the more we work with medical professionals and patients who are both in the cannabis program, but also like cannabis curious, but these types of targeted solutions could help them outside from, you know, your standard prescription solutions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really found that those were the, the biggest feedback loops, like the, the easiest way to, to build a cannabis product that is um, makes a difference or actually has the intended result is to treat it like we're doing a genuine clinical trial as if we were a big pharma company. Um, So that's the type of rigor that we go through before we bring a product to market. And like Goodnight, GI went through the same kind of clearinghouse with our scientific board, with um, independent doctors who specialize in those studies, and then the group of certified patients who validated that their experience was statistically significant and resulted in what we wanted. Um, and the biggest learning was that CBG, when it comes to gut health, is the active cannabinoid that you want to focus on. Okay. That's incredible. I love that you explained the 
rigor that goes into approving the products and, and testing them and everything, yeah. because I feel like that's a really common uh, misconception is like, well, you know, it's not a technically a pharmaceutical. So people just kind of assume, all right, you know, they throw it on the shelves and you'll figure it out, but there's such a science to it. And you guys yeah. care so much about the products that you're putting out and the impact that you're having on patient lives. And you're working with gastroenterologists and patients, you know, that's, that's great. And another thing that you said, um, as far as improving the quality of life, Mm-hmm. I think of how many side effects you have from being on, like, I'm on a, I'm on a biologic now and how many mm-hmm. side effects that you have. And then you have to take other medications to yeah. help with the symptoms that that causes. And you're just stacking up medications and mm-hmm. with medical marijuana, you don't have that issue where it's causing these other problems. Um, mm-hmm. so that that's really great. Are there, yeah. we're, we, it's very, it's really rigorous, but it's also really important. Like we've learned a lot over these five years of how to run a clinical trial when you don't have the support of the FDA. Like when you can't work with big institutions where a a major hospital, for example, won't work with us because we're cannabis. So it's hard to give the products we're trialing that like socially accepted forms of validation. Uh, But there are enough patient testimonials and, and like quantitative data that we collect that our scientific board has said, if you did have all of these other things, then sure, you could go and publish a paper and be in a journal and like go down those traditional routes. Um, We do have four different patents pending for our condition specific line. So we're trying to create that uh, like medical field validation Um, And that's just, that's all about integrity. So like what's most important to us is that if we tell you a product is going to do something, like you said, we don't just slap some adjectives on a package and you you can decide if it does that. We want to make sure it does the thing we are saying it might do before it hits the shelf. Mm -hmm. And for anybody who doesn't have experience with cannabis and adult use is about to pass in Maryland. So everybody who's 21 and older can go try these products July 1st, which is amazing. Amazing. Um, There are a lot of products out there that just have adjectives on them. So we want the Curio name to be associated with trust and integrity. And that's frankly what drives all the rigor uh, because without integrity, you know, what do you have? Yeah. What do you have? (laughs) So true. Um, Are there any downsides or risks to using marijuana to treat GI conditions or um, GI symptoms? We have not had any reported like adverse effects, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because it is a naturally derived product from a plant, we don't add any flavoring. We don't add um, any artificial colors, for example. You're, it, it's really how does your system ingest the cannabinoids? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm pleased that with products like GI and with Goodnight, where it is lower amounts of THC, um, People have said they really help me at, uh, be active during the day. I don't have any brain fog. I don't have any, it's called like a pushover when mm-hmm. you have something at night and then the next morning you have like a lingering effect. Um, the condition specific products really are so low in THC that we've not gotten any feedback like that yet. And with our products, I think the, or I was going to say, I think the biggest risk is that you buy something, it's not covered by insurance and it doesn't work. So from day one, we've always had a return policy where if you, know, you don't like it, it doesn't work for you, 
you take it back to the dispensary where you bought it and you can exchange it for something new or get your money back. Um, so we've tried to eliminate that risk of trying something, but that would really be the only thing that I would say you're, you're risking your dollars, but not really if you're buying a curio product, cause you can just try something new. That's great. I didn't know that you guys offered that. That's, I feel like you guys do everything possible to make it as user-friendly as you possibly can, which is great. Um, and also very accessible to someone who, um, is you know, trying to familiarize themselves with marijuana and maybe isn't, um, you know, an expert at or hasn't really done their own research, they're able to look at the product, trust the brand and know what they're getting, know that they're getting that quality, they're getting the safety and they're getting the medical backed, you know, the, the science behind mm -hmm. it. Really, yeah. really incredible. I think with pain, uh, the GI products specifically aren't intended to ease pain, like muscular pain or soreness. They do help with um, like cramps or bloating, kind of just like gut discomfort. Yeah. With, the, with like a joint pain, we have a line called Move, which is a topical or a transdermal. Mm -hmm. And that is intended to like put on your hands, put on your knees. We advertise that it's like for weekend warriors who might do a really hard hit class. And then you want to like get out of the shower and rub something on. Um, yeah. I swear by those products. Yeah. Um, there's, there's just something very satisfying about like the ritual of using a cannabis product once you're comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. But then when you do get that pain relief, um, it's just a really nice addition to my routine. And again, because I'm not getting high, I can still take my kids to lacrosse practice or clean the house. Um, I know a lot of people who like spend their weekends. They have a good day chew. They put on their move bomb and they like go about their day. And it's, yeah. it's pretty incredible. Cause I remember the days of like, getting grounded for getting high. So <laughs> right, right, exactly. And now I, I was saying that to my to uh, my husband the other day. I'm like, I used to get in trouble for this. And now my doctor's like, no, you this is what you need to be doing. This is going to help you. Like so um, it's just crazy how how the times have changed and yeah. The different um types of the different types of products. So there's mm -hmm. you can ingest. So there's like tinctures, there's edibles oh, the dosage there's, forms. Yes. Yeah. Can yeah. you walk me through that? And then what, um, what is the, the, I mean, there's obviously the difference in how you're consuming. Um, mm -hmm. but what is the difference in the effect? What is most, I guess, user-friendly when you're starting out? Um, mm -hmm. explain that to me. Sure. So there are many dosage forms. The most widely accepted ones would be flour. So like what you just think of when you buy bud and stick it in a bong or you yeah. roll it through one, right? And then there are vapes. So both of those are forms of inhalation. They're mm -hmm. going to hit you more quickly. Okay. When you ingest an edible or a piece of chocolate, or you drink something, it has to pass through your digestive tract and go through your liver. So those take like 30 to 45 minutes before you start to feel something, but the effects last longer. So if you think that like the faster something hits or the faster the onset is, the shorter the uh, high experience might be mm -hmm. something that takes longer to kick in will most likely last longer. Then there are also, uh, tablets, which if you let something, um, like a tablet or a tincture, which is just a fancy way of saying you drop oil kind of under your tongue, yeah. there's parts of your body that have, um, mucous membranes. And so under your tongue, the bottom of your foot, um, your intimate areas, 
Those are all places that are going to absorb cannabinoids more quickly, just based on the fleshiness of your skin and like the proximity to your veins. So any transdermal, for example, if you wanted to put something that would be pain relieving on your, um, the inside of your wrist, mm-hmm. it actually will help the pain throughout your body because the cannabinoids are going into the veins that are in your wrist. It's not, that's where my pain is. It's like, that's the entry point to my pain. That's um, so cool. I didn't know that. Well, have you ever seen like the, the advertisements for like the Chinese herbals that go on the bottom of your foot, like those yes. foot I, it's because the bottom of your foot is like a gateway to your entire body. So anytime you have like a transdermal patch of any kind, if you put it on your foot, it will, it will like absorb into your system more quickly than other areas of your body. Yeah. It's crazy. Like that's so cool. I'm just like tonight, I'm like imagining when I lay in bed tonight, I'm going to put my topical stuff on my feet and like put my fuzzy socks on and just be like (laughs) in heaven. It's been, it's been a journey. Cause I started being like, well, can you just teach me about plants? I need to know like how to sell different strains and talk yeah. about sativa hybrid. And now I have all these like bizarre wellness yeah. health tips that I could have never imagined I would have learned. Um, so you have, in addition to flower vapes, um, edibles, which we call chews, uh, pre-rolls, tinctures, chocolate, tablets. Um, there are concentrates as well, which is basically a, a distilled solid form of the um, cannabis oil. So okay. THC or CBD, and you have to light those up to inhale them. Um, or you can buy like a vaporizer dispensary. Um, i to think if there's any other type of dosage form that's really out there. There's a few things that we like have tinkering in the kitchen, yeah. uh, trying to figure out like this exists in the real world. Is there a cannabis application for it? Think, think of things like inhalers, um, ways that you can kind of apply traditional medicine forms to, um, cannabis as your cannabis as your active ingredient, but everything is pretty like standard across all the different States right now. Okay. Those dosage forms. Okay, cool. Thank you. That was a very, very helpful description. Um, <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Um, so we touched a lot on the breaking the stigma. Um, we kind of went through that, but any, any personal experience or any advice that you would give to someone? I mean, like for me, I know me personally, I, um, my dad, he is like a firm believer. He's like, I cannot believe that, that you and your sister are using marijuana to help you. Like he just like, cannot get over it. And so like, if you have a situation like that, I know there's a lot of people who, you know, have run into those situations. What, what do you say? Well, I love to tell people that now I spend a lot of time with my parents and siblings, um, experimenting because we all work together and this is our medium. So it's pretty crazy when you go from being like a high schooler who gets in trouble, completely understandable. Right. Right. Like, have you tried that new vape that we put out? So that, that always continues to just be a pinch me moment Um, from a a stigma perspective. I think really with my in-laws, like Mm -hmm. they're much more conservative than I am. They definitely like, we're not people who experimented with any types of drugs in any of the decades that preceded my knowing them. Yeah. Um, And I think because we 
as a brand position cannabis as an active form of medicine. It's just, that's the active ingredient in the, in the medicine we're creating. And it's all about wellness and improving your quality of life. It's really enabled them to have like non-awkward and inquisitive conversations with me. Like they want to understand why would you put a tablet under your tongue? Um, why wouldn't you like, why would you vape something over this form for that effect? So yeah. with the GI line, we purposely put the comfort tablet into a tablet because it has this pulse release technology so that when you take one dose, it actually pulses six hours in and gives you another level of dose. Whereas like with nausea, you want instant relief. So right. we made it in a vape or a tincture because those formats provide relief most quickly. So, you know, I've been able to break down like awkward conversations because the majority of the products that we make are all derived to be condition specific. They're made with a scientific board. There's like, there's a method to the madness. Yeah. So it's easy to have an intelligent, informed conversation. Um, but I also think it's great when like you're at a kid's lacrosse practice on Saturday morning and somebody's like, do you have any gummies on? I can't do that and drop, but there are limits. <laughs> right. That's you brought up. Um, the kids thing, that's something that came to my mind too, because I think a lot of the hesitation that when I hear other moms are like, oh, well, like, I don't know how to talk to my kids about it. So I think how you're saying out it's positioned really as, um, like a medical tool, um, that that's a great way to have that conversation with your kids and, you know, and explaining the benefits and the why behind it. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. so mine are still young. My oldest one is eight. So I, I don't know how I will handle it when they're teenagers and yeah. in this industry. And you know, you'd feel like you'd be super hypocritical if you were like, you can't use anything or you can't do anything. Right. Um, we do know that a male's brain doesn't develop fully, I think, until he's like 24 or 26 years old. Yeah. So there is some science behind the dangers of too much cannabis usage when you're in that like puberty to young adult stage, but it's very preliminary and raw, like most cannabis research. Yeah. Uh, But for my kids who are younger, it's, they want me to come to like, bring your mom to work day. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to go to elementary school. Um, but (laughs) from their perspective, they're like, curio is medicine. Mommy makes medicine. So it's a beautiful thing. It's um, they've seen kind of through videos, how we grow flowers and how we make our, our uh, manufactured products in a CGMP certified facility. So it's very clean. It's very organized. Um, It looks like any other large manufacturing factory because how we make sure everything that goes through it is identical and we can replicate the process from batch to batch so that if you buy GI comfort today, and then you go back in 30 days and buy a new batch, you're going to have the similar, if not the same experience, because we have really strict protocols to make sure everything's done identical every single time. Yeah. And that's something that you guys do differently than, than other brands from, from my understanding, Mm -hmm. like you guys are very consistent and have those very high standards for the products that you're, that you're putting out there. Absolutely. I mean, high quality and dependability is everything to us. So the only way that you can get a high quality product and something that the patient can depend on is if you make it the same every time 
And all of our products are still made by people. They're all local Marylanders coming to work every day, um, but they have to follow very strict standards of work. And we have quality teams that make sure people are trained correctly and doing everything by the book. But it's because that finished product that we launched in 2020 has to be the same as the tablet that we make today in 2023. Otherwise, you can mess with someone's quality of life or their happiness. And, you know, that would be the opposite of what we're trying to do. Right, right. Well, now you have people that are relying on the products Mm -hmm. that that you have. So you want to continue to have that consistent, consistent product. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a couple questions I had about what's next in the, in the cannabis world. Um, so we, I know we talked about this a little bit, but in the patient community, I feel like microdosing has become a really big buzzword. Um, so can you explain what that actually is and how that could be beneficial, not necessarily just for GI, but in, in general? Sure. So it essentially it's referring to the, um, the potency or the number of milligrams specifically in whatever it, whatever dosage form you're taking. So if it's a tablet, if it's a chew, there's a lot of product out there that might be 10 milligram, 20, 40 milligrams in Maryland. But if you wanted a microdose, you take like one milligram or two and a half milligrams. So the idea is that you get a smaller amount of potency in um, one session, okay. but it theoretically would kind of give you like a very even less psychoactive experience that you can still be highly functioning on, but it really just takes the edge off. Um, so I don't have a personal experience with microdosing of like mushrooms. That's where it's become really yeah. popular. Yeah. Uh, but my understanding is that similar to how we think about microdosing in cannabis, it's a very low dose of whatever the active agent is. And it's intended to really just kind of flip the switch of whatever you're trying to relieve, whether it be anxiety or pain, but it's not like it's, you know, it's not like a strobe light. It's not going crazy. It's like, you're you're not at a rave. You're just like in, you know, it's like elevator music. It's just trying to keep you mellow and good. Um, And because if you take smaller amounts, especially when you're new to cannabis, it's easier to really understand what your body's telling you. Is that enough for me? Like, the biggest mistake I've seen people make is they'll eat, you know, half of a 10 milligram chip. So they'll ingest five milligrams. They'll wait 45 minutes. They won't feel anything. And then they eat the other half. And then like 15 minutes later, they are so high because right. they just didn't give their body enough time to register the cannabinoids and start to feel the effects. Yeah. So microdosing also is kind of like a safeguard against that because you're starting really low. So if for some reason you do ingest a little too much at the first time, it's still not as much as if you had started with like a 10 milligram edible. Okay. That's, that was a great description. You guys have those products that are the low THC that you can kind of start on, right? We do. We have um, a terpene infused chew. So it has THC and then those botanicals that make you feel like sleepy or energized. Mm-hmm. So they come in a five milligram piece, which is a, a fabulous Saturday night option. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have a really wonderful brand partner called Dixie. They make five milligram sublingual tablets that are called Awakening, Relaxing, and uh, Mixed Berry Synergy. And the mixed berry berry synergy are five milligrams THC, five milligrams CBD. And I refer to them as nobody pisses me off pills. They are the antidote to 
everything. Um, but you don't feel high at all. It's such a small amount of THC and it's complemented by the CBD that you just feel at ease. I, I swear by them. Everyone should go grab them July 1st. Just every woman on the planet needs a pack yes. of them. Well, okay. Let's talk about that because July 1st is coming soon. Um, mm-hmm. what do you think is going to change? What are you excited about? Um, talk to me a little bit about that. Um, I'm so excited about access. So for five years, we have had a robust medical program, um, but we've seen a real kind of plateau in terms of patients joining the program in Maryland over the past 18 months. Okay. Um, and I think part of that came because as soon as it gets politicized that adult use is coming, a lot of people think, well, like, I don't need to get a medical card anymore because I'm just going to be able to walk in and get it. So on one hand, there is a huge opportunity because now you have about 4 million people who potentially can come into a dispensary and buy any products they want. Then on the other hand, you will have um, a sales tax. So there's a 9% tax that you'll have to pay if you only use your driver's license or a government issue ID to buy cannabis. Whereas if you have a medical card and you keep your card or you get one, you don't have to pay tax. Okay. Um, We're anticipating that the lawmakers will institute a potency cap. So if you are a medical patient, essentially the menu, you know now all the products will continue to be available to you. If you are just an adult use patient, you might have some restrictions about what you can buy. Okay. And then in the dispensary, in terms of the experience, the dispensaries are allowed to create the priority lines or preferred hours of the day. They have um, the ability to, to change their operations at their discretion. But we believe that most will have some type of priority experience for medical patients. Um, Cause when it first opens, we expect like really long lines at stores. I mean, like yeah. a, a tsunami of interest. Um, yes. which is funny. I mean, I think that it's my biggest learning about being in Maryland is I really didn't appreciate how many um, government employees were one, how many there are and two, huh. how, having a cannabis card would just not be allowed because of their jobs. Yeah. So I know there are a lot of people who are like, I just want to medicate responsibly with a five milligram edible on a Saturday night instead of having, you know, a margarita. Yeah. Um, And they haven't had access to it. So I think that's super exciting about July 1st. I would say if you're a medical patient, get all of your shopping done the last week of June. Okay. (laughs) Stock up. I will, I will. Take that out and give it like a week. Like, like maybe don't go to your local dispensary yeah. on July 1st. Um, but we are, I, I've spoken to many, many of our dispensary partners. We're in 98% of the dispensaries in Maryland and they all are working diligently to make sure that they have enough registers, that they have those priority lines set up, that they're communicating to their medical, medical patients. This is what you can expect. So there's, there's definitely a sensitivity to the experience of the um, patient base that has really supported them up until this point. Yeah. And so, um, I think everybody's going to be really well prepared, but just super excited to just like meet new people and yeah. you know, have this like energizing boom. It's, I think it's going to be great. Definitely. I, it's so exciting. And I feel like that will contribute to, uh, you know, lessening the stigma as well. The more people that are becoming Absolutely. familiar with the products, using them, seeing that it's not just, you know, what they're picturing in their head, like you're in high school getting high, you know, it's actually 
helpful. Yeah. And, and it's also, I think something I, this, this wasn't on the, the outlines so is a little mm-hmm. bit of a tangent, but I think there's so much, um, like mommy wine culture and things like that, where it's so acceptable to, you know, have a bottle of wine at night, but then it's like, then why is, why is it unacceptable if I'm going to have, you know, a five milligram gummy and watch TV with my husband, you know, like, why is that so, so different? I also think that for women, there's this opportunity of like, we like beautiful things. We like to feel special. We like to like, especially moms, we just like to celebrate little moments because your day is so busy. And I know like it's the old joke with like every woman gets another woman a candle. Like you just want beautiful, fun things. So we've tried to put that um, lens over the products we make and the packaging as well. Like our exclusive containers were designed to be like trinkets that if you wanted Mm -hmm. to put them on your shelf, they look like cool pieces of art. Um, we're launching a partnership with a brand called Edie Parker in Maryland. And they have like adorable uh, pre-roll cones that you can buy that have like colorful stripes and flowers printed on them. So that so cool. if you want to like roll a joint, it looks pretty. Like yeah. there's, just, there's really kind of feminine and fun ways to infuse cannabis into your lifestyle that again, like have nothing to do with getting super high. Yeah. It, like having an awesome accessory that's also going to make you feel good. I love that. And I I love that it's like it it reminds me of, you know, skincare. So it's like you have your cute skincare that's out on your, you know, nightstand or your counter and it's your ritual and you had mentioned this before how you have your ritual and I think uh, incorporating cannabis into that no matter how you do it is there's something very relaxing about it. And, you know, you look forward to that at the end of the day, like, okay, this is my calming thing that I'm going to do at the end of the day. So that's, that's great. And it's something for moms to, you know, be able to do something special for themselves. I think where, with respect to like, what's next, I I've been in this industry now for five years and it feels to me like the way coconut oil and elderberry and some of these supplements or like miracle ingredients have now just become part of our vernacular and part of our rituals. I just see cannabis as that next plant extract that's going to be normalized and become part of everyday life. Uh, And that's really what we're seeking to do through good night and good day and GI and move. It's, it's not about having um, a super psychoactive experience. Mm-hmm. It's really about targeting the symptom that you're trying to find relief from and making sure that you have a high quality, repeatable solution um, that be- can become a part of your daily life. Yes. So, uh, no, I-, I think it's really just the beginning. Um, and that's what really what July 1st is all about like opening yeah. up to so many more people, getting to change many more lives. Um, and frankly, hearing from people like feedback at curiowellness.com. I love getting the emails of like, this was amazing. This worked. And yeah. I love getting the emails of this was terrible. Why did you create this? Because <laughs> then we call those people and say, what didn't you like about it? And, yeah. you know, we've iterated and we've made changes to packaging or sense just because mm-hmm. somebody took the time to say this didn't work for me. So, you know, we're still a growing company. So we have the the ability to really like get in there and get grassroots and, and learn some stuff from our customers. 
I love it. Well, you, you can tell that you guys really care and you really want to make sure that the products that you're putting out there are helpful. And you guys are already, you've changed so many lives and helped so many people. So I'm so excited to see what you guys will continue to do as this expands and as you guys grow. Um, so I know we mentioned this a little bit before where, um, where people can check you guys out. So curiowellness.com is our website, as well as our app in the um, iPhone or Android store. Then the Instagram handle is Curio Wellness Brand. Okay. Our retail uh, dispensary in Timonium is called Far and Daughter. And then in uh, Elkton, it's called Farm Kent. But we're in uh, basically every, every region of the state will have Curio Wellness products. And if they don't, go in, ask the manager about Curio and they'll get in touch with us and then we can get it out to you. We want to be where the customer is, where the consumers are. So the more convenient I can make my products to um, all the people of Maryland, no, that's my goal. I don't want anybody to have to drive like 40 minutes, for example, to be able to buy something. It really should be in their local dispensary. That's great. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. This Thank was you. All right. That was my conversation this week with Rebecca from Curio Wellness. I so enjoyed our chat and hopefully I can have her on again to chat more. I still feel like there's so much that we can get into. In the meantime, check out their website, curiowellness.com or Curio Wellness Brand on Instagram. I hope you all learned something from today's episode. I know I definitely did. I will be back next week. And until then, stay well, and I will chat with you soon.